Are you ready? Oh yeah! Let me tell you something, brother. If you're looking for the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be in the podcasting universe, then look no further than Ring the Bell. Bringing you the best in the world at what we do, and what we do is take over the world of wrestling reviews, baby. Now, ring the bell. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Ring the Bell. And today we are doing somewhat of a callback, previously not that long ago, to the enjoyment, hopefully, of many. Myself and Ross brought you a Factions episode where we recast the Attitude Era. Basically, we took today's superstars from the modern era and we booked them in the era of the Attitude Era and the Factions. So we rebooked the Nation, we recast the NWO, we recast the the, the, the Job Squad and, so, and, and many others. And once the episode dropped... I was speaking to my guest today, who I'll introduce momentarily, and he decided to go on to his show, which we spoke about before, and we will many times again, and they did their own version of rebooking the Attitude Era with factions. So, before we get into the episode, let me introduce my partner in crime today. He is, from the Intellectual Savers of Wrestling, it's Martin. Hello, Andrew. Welcome back. It's good to be back. So, uh, yeah... Myself and Ross did our episode, and that gave you an idea, didn't it? Yes, um, yeah, I, th- I thoroughly enjoyed that episode. It was a really good listen, and uh, yeah, it got me thinking that uh, me and Sam should do our own factions. So, but we thought rather than sort of almost mimic you guys, we'd uh, try and pick different groups from the era. So, uh, the only copycat we've got is uh, I, I could not do my own version of the nation. How could you? I mean, well done, firstly for for digging up different factions. I mean, I, I, so some of the ones that you've done we didn't think of. I have to be honest, but it, I think it's understandable that we're going to have a crossover at some point. There's going to be a, a duplicate because, and especially with the nation, how could you not use the nation? Exactly. Yeah, they were a huge part of uh, the attitude era. So thank you, firstly, to the saviors themselves for uh, agreeing to this episode and and allowing this this crossover, as it were. Um, So Martin, why don't you first introduce your first group, and then we will hear what your picks were. Okay. So, um, obviously, you know two of my picks from one of my factions, so I'll start with one that you don't know. So, with my nation, I've gone with one member who you already had in your group, but I've decided it was time for him to break away from the group he's already in and to be the leader. So for my nation of domination, I've got Big E being the leader of the nation. Okay. He's had enough of the positivity and all that, and he's fed up with being looked down on. He just, he, he wants to make his own name in that now. So I'll just run through the groups and that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next for the nation, I've gone to NXT and I've got Keith Lee. In oh, there. nice! Didn't even think of him. <laughs> no, admittedly, I did have to delve a little bit and sort of go like, you know, who can I have as like a powerhouse in there? Obviously, other than Big E. But yeah, and I was just like, oh, Keith Lee, he'd be brilliant in there. So then. My third, I've gone with Ricochet. I thought he could be sort of like 
I know he's slightly less weight, but I thought he could be almost like the D-Lo character of the group. Mm-hmm. And then my final member, I sort of played around with the idea of the sort of tag team of Ricochet and Curtis Alexander, but in the end, I decided to not go with that, and I went with Apollo Crews instead. That's quite a so, young, uh, like a, in some cases, a young up-and-coming nation, but they've got that yeah. established veteran, as it were, in, in Big E leading. Yeah, 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 basically. I mean, I, I know you probably could make an argument for Keith Lee being some sort of a leader, but I, I just thought personally it'd be a little bit better with uh, Big E as a leader, and, you know, rather than him just being part of a group, you know, he can lead this team. No, that makes sense. Absolutely makes sense. That's that's a that's a strong uh, Keith Lee especially is a, is a great addition in there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, so my next one. Uh, this is our one WCW faction. I went with the LWO. <laughs> Why the LWO? Ah. Uh... Although they didn't have that long a run in WCW, I just thought that, you know, LWO was a, a recognised group that everyone at least remembered, albeit some people saw, like said, look, you know, oh, I was just a mimic of WCW just trying to get the Mexican guys on TV and that a bit more. But um, I was actually shocked, looking back, how many members the LWO actually had. Wasn't it the entire cruiserweight division of WCW at one point? Near enough. And uh, <laughs> at one point, when Rey Mysterio was in uh, Filthy Animals with Billy Kidman, yeah, uh, he lost in a match to Eddie, and he was forced to join the LWO. Well, I've already learned something today, then, because I completely forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh, and apparently originally Conan was meant to be the leader of the LWO, but of he was. But I don't know if it was Russo or Bischoff, but they just sort of went, you know what? Maybe that's not a good idea. We'll uh, we'll have Eddie leading it instead. I but, I vaguely vaguely remember the LWO. I remember it lasting as long as this episode's probably going to be, uh, <laughs> and it was just basically. I think there were, it was. I can't think it's around the same time that Eddie Guerrero started doing a shoot thing with Bischoff, uh, trying to build off of some apparent backstage heat between the two. And Eddie was kind of upset that the cruiserweights or all the Latino wrestlers, which once formed the cruiserweight division, were getting overlooked in favour of like the NWO and stuff like on yeah. TV. And so he created the LWO to kind of try and take some of the spotlight back. But I don't know if I've giving it given it far more thought than the bookers did at the time in WW and I've created some sort of elaborate backstory here. I don't know. <laughs> Possibly. Okay, so at LWO, there was quite a few. If you look up and down the roster in WWE and NXT, there's actually quite a few that could fit this group. So I'm intrigued to who you've picked for this. Let's find out. So I've not gone for two crazier number of members <laughs> I've gone with four members good standard and, faction size and, that's alright and a manager as well oh, okay. so uh, the manager you'll probably get straight away as soon as I uh, mention who the leader is so so with the LWO I thought personally there was only one man 
on the current roster who could lead this uh, lead this group. Obviously, uh, spoiler alert: Rey Mysterio is not in this group because <laughs> for for me, he's more of a a bit part roster member. Really, he he's, he's not really on there every week, so I'll try to stick away from obvious of Ray. So. My leader, I've gone with Andrade. I was going to say, is it Mr. Flair? Yes, yes, it is Mr. <laughs> Flair. So, uh, so then, of course, manager of the group has to be Zelina Vega. Of course. So, and then, uh, and then my second member, who conveniently I didn't know until I looked it up, um, his dad was a part of the original LWO, Angel Garza. Oh, Hector Garza, of course. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he was an original LWO member. <laughs> wow, there we go. There's there's some there's some lineage there. Yeah, indeed. Okay, next up. So and then uh following on from Garza, we've then continued with the family links and Humberto has joined the LWO. Okay. He's just decided they've got over their differences and Blood's thicker than water. <laughs> and then, to be fair, I was umming and ahhing with, with the last one because there is a lot of the Mexican wrestlers sort of just floating around. You know, they're not really doing an awful lot with them on the, on the main roster or NXT. So my final member, I've just decided to chuck Callisto in there. Okay. Just sort of round them off. So, but uh, I think that final position potentially sort of could be up for debate if we wanted to, but uh, that, that's, that's who I've gone with. I think Andrade this. seems a natural leader for that group. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, de- definitely. And then uh, it's a bit of a... It's a bit of a cliche, you know, when you mention certain wrestlers and it's been like, well, if I've got if I've got this guy, I've got to have, you know, his BFF or whatever in there as well, which uh, has played dividend in uh, other pairings as well. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, that's, yeah. that's another strong group. Yeah, so, and then my final group before uh-huh. we go on the Sam's uh, factions was I went with the Brood. Oh, now this, this is a this is a tough one. Yeah. So I toyed with the idea of do I have like a strong supporting singles character and then have a add a tag team into the mix of it, or do I just pick three solid singles wrestlers? So in the end, I ended up going with the three singles wrestlers so for me personally with the fit of the brood I thought a perfect leader for them would have been Alistair Black name comes straight to mind as soon as you said the brood I could see it yeah yeah exactly so and then um, I was uh, toying with the idea of you know chucking chucking this guy but then who would I put in Elsewhere, uh, tag team wise, the only ones that really come to mind was uh, the Viking Raiders, but I didn't sort of want to go cliche with them. Mm-hmm. 
just naturally slotting them into that. And uh, in the end, I decided on two singles wrestlers. Okay. So first one, going to NXT. Uh-huh. Damien Priest. Oh, yes. Nice. Yes. Yeah, so, so, yeah, I, I thought he was a guy that could fit in there very well alongside Black. Yep. So and then uh, I was proud with this faction because I actually gone to all three rosters <laughs> on on this one. Okay. Uh, the third member of the brood, Dragonov. Well, I mean, I'm a huge fan of this of, of Dragonov in NXT UK. Huge fan. So th- this is a, a home run for me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, oh, he, he, he's just brilliant. I can't. I can't not watch the guy. <laughs> now, as I say, they've already tested him against some of the main roster guys as well, and he's not looked out of place at all. Well, let's be honest. At some point down the line, the UK guys will end up migrating over to NXT, which hopefully further down the line migrates into the main roster. So one day you know, we could be seeing yeah. him against you know the best of the best. Yeah, and uh, I think he'd definitely hold his own. Against the main roster guys, you know, you definitely wouldn't look out of place. So, um, so yeah, there's my modern day brood. So, to recap, your nation of domination, you had Big E, Keith Lee, Ricochet, and Apollo Crews. Yeah. The LWO of Andrade with Selena Vega, uh, Angel Garza, Humberto Carrillo, and Callisto. And then the final, and I have to say, standout group, the brood there, with Alistair Black, Damien Priest, and Ilya Dragunov. That's, they're some yeah. strong factions. Yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I was uh, I was quite impressed on some of them, where I just uh, got the ideas from. Um, out of interest, who did, who all groups did Sam pull the short straw for? Uh, so, Sam had the corporation, mm-hmm. the union, and Jesus the oddities. Christ. The union? Wow. Yeah. Talk about yeah, a fact so... that lasted longer than an episode of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember the yeah. uni- do you remember the union's theme tune? I do not. I mean I, <laughs> I, I vaguely remember <laughs> the group because um think back on it now, wasn't it wasn't it Big Show Mick Foley and I think Ken, Ken Shamrock, and then I can't remember. Was it Test or was it, it was, Big Boss? Yes, it was Test because it was almost like an anti-corporation. The idea being the union, like the play on the rumours about there being unions and wrestling and stuff. So yeah. it was trying to combat the corporation. I'm trying to think when it was. It was '99, wasn't it? Yeah, because... I think. I think was it when they sort of got outed from the corporation when they joined forces with the ministry? Was it possible? Yeah, so that'd be about the higher power time. It's me, Austin! Oh, son of a bitch! It was me, Austin! Oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> so, and that was when Tess was leading up to his big push in the SummerSlam match with Shano over yes. the Steph thing, wasn't it? So, indeed. we're talking mid-99. Dark days indeed, we have to say. Yeah, with that, yeah, that faction lasted minimal time. I mean, as you're listening to this, I can pretty much tell you now, even though we're only recording, I haven't even edited it yet, I will have the union theme playing over this conversation we're having right now. Just <laughs> just as an FYI, you're going to be hearing that theme. Um, 
Spiegel of him. That's going to be hard. I'm intrigued in the moment when you tell me Sam's picks for the Union because I can't think of some... I suppose there's one or two anti-authority you could throw in there, but it's such a a one-off group that it's hard to even put into a conversation about recasting them. Where did that come from? Where did the Union come from when you were discussing this episode with Sam? To be fair, it was just an idea that Sam chucked out there because obviously we we tried to make the argument that we we didn't want to mimic yours and Ross's episode too much, and we sort of wanted to think a bit outside of the box on that. And then, yeah, just general conversation. And Sam just chucked out the idea. Oh, I think I'll do the union, and I was just be like, "Wow!" If anyone's going to pull out obscure factions that lasted for a week, it's probably going to be Sam. To be fair, so. <laughs> The man's yeah. got a the man's got a memory that I'm envious of sometimes when it comes to wrestling. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well, well, it's funny we did actually joke on our episode about um, uh, we we didn't mention uh, the idea of Kai and Ty, but then to be, <laughs> yeah. To, to to be fair though, I think we'd be quite limited on members unless we wanted to do like a female version of Kai and Ty. I think that's all you could do. Yeah, because um, yeah, apart from Tazawa, you know, you're you're a bit limited, really. Wow. Uh, and and I, I don't think like Nakamura would fit in the mould of Kai and Tai either. So, but yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was definitely an interesting conversations, but um, yeah, yeah, I've 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 just got to rephrase it though. Um, be prepared to be amazed by uh, one of Sam's factions. It's it's just mind-blowing. It really is. Okay, so Sam had the Corporation, the yeah. Union, and who else? The Oddities. The, the, wow, the Oddities. There's going to be <laughs> listeners right now not knowing who the Oddities are. I guarantee you, you will have listeners <laughs> oh. to this show right now not know who the Oddities are. Yeah, no, de- definitely. I mean, Although, I, might, I might need to put them in the graphic for this show just just for the fun of it, if nothing else. Yeah, I, I mean, some people would unintentionally be aware of one of their members due to his uh, on and off movie career with uh, Kurgan. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, yeah, obviously, it's a bit of a uh, unknown entity to quite a few people. Um, did you guys uh, consider the horseman? Yeah, see, it it was it was mentioned, but we we tried to sort of like stick to not going too WCW on it, and okay. plus as well, you'd have to go with like the modern era horsemen because obviously uh, the original horsemen were around way before the Attitude Era. Oh yeah, I mean, I think I mean me and Ross briefly touched on recasting the horseman during our episode um actually incidentally uh, we got some feedback from um ali thompson one of our contributors or one of our guests uh who was back who thought the the shout for nick aldis as horseman leader was a uh, was on the money um the more yeah. i thought about it the more i can just picture him leading in that rick flair role with the revival obviously uh in like <laughs> the anderson's sort of mold yeah uh but yeah, yeah uh, it um, i mean out of all the WWE factions I mean, the LWO is just that's yeah, that's that that's an out there one. But okay, so so um, 
I mean, would are you would you be willing for any of our listeners that haven't had a chance to listen to your show yet? Do you want to give us Sam's uh, factions now, including the one that's going to blow our minds? Yeah. So I'll kick off with the union first. Okay. So oh, is this my favorite theme again? Oh yes. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> so so Sam has purely gone for anti-authority uh, figures here. Of course. Yep. So. As soon as I say the first person, it's going to give away the second person. So, um, I don't believe he's necessarily got a leader for this group, but they're just all, you know, solid guys who can hold their own. I don't think Union had a leader to start with, to be honest. So I think he's. No. I think that kind of falls in. I think they were all just. They were all uh, cast aside by the, the by the corporation, and they just formed. So I don't think you need a leader yeah. for the union. No. So, the first one is Kevin Owens. Yeah, of course. So, and then of course, naturally, if you have Kevin Owens in the mix, you've got to have Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but Sam's just a Sami Zayn mark, though. He is, he is. I will give you that. But, um. Oh, does this mean I can play Sami Zayn's ska music over this as well now, then? Because I'm loving this now. Only briefly. La 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 la. Oh, okay, anyway. I'll let. Carry on. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. so Kevin, um, Kevin and Zami. Yeah, so, and obviously he said this, he, he'd have them as faces as well. So, we were under the understand this is the first time they've, like, tagged together in Dodo E and they would have actually been faces. Oh, so, the, yeah, I mean, the union has to be a babyface group. So, that, yeah. and both of them could be in that role. So, that's not an issue. Yeah. So, and then the third member. Scouring back about six years, six, seven years ago. This guy had a big issue with uh, anti-authority and the authority at the time playing him down as not a contender. Daniel Bryan. Okay. Yeah, sort of going back to the... uh, Mania and New Orleans era mm-hmm. and uh, Triple H saying he was a B player at yeah. best and yeah sort of going with that that side so um, so yeah I thought that was a solid pick and the final member this is more going back to the company he he was at a few companies before Dodo E although Vince has got his own unofficial opinions of him uh sam has gone to smackdown with this one with a newly acquired wrestler sam's final member of the union is matt riddle that's an interesting pick yeah i I think he was sort of like slightly playing off of uh ufc his ufc era and you know them not really being sold on him and then obviously there's the big ongoing talks with uh you know vince not really being a fan of him and possibly being a fan of him i think that group actually works for sans pit because most groups have the the leader who's the top star and then kind of slightly under like undercard stars as well whereas the union had big show main eventer mankind main event ken shamrock main event kind of around the area test the upper mid card so the union was it yeah. was a top line group they weren't 
a team as such. They were all individual stars. So you could have main event to Daniel Bryan, main event to Kevin Owens, like upper mid-card Sami Zayn, upper mid-card yeah. Matt Riddle. So that actually works in, in that sense. It's a bit different to the usual group like dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so strong union. Strong, strong mm. union there from Sam. What's, uh, what's up next? So I'll, I've got to save the best for last. <laughs> so uh, the next one is the oddities. This would be interesting. So Sam's gone with four male wrestlers, a female wrestler, and a surprising oh, manager. Jesus, okay. Yeah, so I'll give him his dues on this. I'll tell you the female wrestler first. He got this spot on because for anyone who's not familiar with the oddities, uh, they, they had Luna in the group. Yes, they did. So, so Sam's Luna, Vashon, he's gone with Nikki Cross. <laughs> okay. And I'd, I just think she'd fit that role just perfectly. Going back more to her uh, NXT days with... Uh, with her sanity. Yep. So, so yeah. And then, uh, so, and then, again, there's not really a leader, it's just the guys paired together. So, um, this one might be controversial to some people, but, uh, uh, Sam's next pick was Otis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, so yeah, that was uh, that was an interesting one. I I didn't expect it. So uh, yeah, heavy machinery are done. Otis is with the oddities now. Wow. So, so there wasn't a consideration to having the, the the heavy machinery in the group. It would it would only be Otis then. Yeah, only Otis. Okay. Yeah, so he's sort of like branching off away from uh, Tucky. <laughs> so uh, the next one is an interesting pick, and I think interesting in a good way. Uh, Going to NXT now, right? And the next pick is Dexter Loomis. Okay. Now, now, now the, the the angle on this is a bit more, you know, his sort of ongoing rivalry with the era or Roderick Strong, however you want to. Playoffs, or you know, sort of like they're slight stalkerish, like weirding you out, sort of character he's got going at the minute. Hmm. And and yeah, just he'd be a he'd be a good one for the odd itties. <laughs> <laughs> That's a. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't have picked Loomis. I have to say, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't even uh, thought of him as as an oddity. Yeah. No, nah, that's fair. So yeah, and then um, <laughs> and then the next member, I uh, I sort of uh, <laughs> completely forgot about this guy, considering uh, how long he's not been on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next member is Lars. Oh wow! Okay. Because <laughs> uh, I have to admit, I did joke with the idea of a. Uh, to Sam, I was like, oh, I know who's going to be in uh, your Odyssey. So you're going to chuck Mojo in there. And <laughs> for anyone who doesn't know, Sam is not a fan of Mojo Rowley. And he's just like, <laughs> no, if I put him in there, that would mean he'd get TV time. <laughs> so, so no. 
So, so yeah, I thought Lars could be a interesting addition to the oddities, and he mm-hmm. could sort of be the powerhouse of the group. This one, this one's a bit of a random one. I think it's just a case of sort of like you know, just go more with just a odd random entry. Uh, to, to complete the Odysseys, we've gone with our truth. That's random. Although Sam's angle of it was uh, we'd be going back to the mid mid uh, the mid tens with uh, with our truth, and he'd be going back to his uh, his uh, John Cena rivalry era, where he'd be seeing uh, the little Jimmies and that, and he'd be uh, talking to imaginary objects and that. And of course, yes. He'd be playing like that era of our truth. So, and moving on to the manager, uh, I'm not even going to sugarcoat this. Uh, Sam, Sam, Sam's reasoning for this manager was to simply get him off a of commentary because he doesn't need to be there anymore. Right. Managing the oddities, we've got Jerry Lawler. Whoa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he's away from the commentary table and he's uh, in charge of this faction. <laughs> Okay, that that is a that is a totally random group of individuals. De- definitely, I that mean, could be more oddities if you tried. To be honest, yeah, you, you could never see them even tagging at any four of them. You could never see them tagging together. But yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think that's a fairly solid modern day oddities. Okay, um, right, you've built it up uh, so much so that I'm, I I can't even imagine what's about to hit me, but come on, unleash the mind-blowing final group of Sam's. Okay, so we've got the corporation now. So, um, Hang again, on, are we talking original corporation, like with three members, four members? What What's the, the, the dynamic um, he's gone with? Well, at one point, I got reminded by Sam, at one point there was something ridiculous, like 10 to 15 members of the corporation, because they did slightly go to the silly extent of, like, including, like, Gerald Briscoe, Pat Patterson, and uh, uh, I think Sergeant Slaughter Slaughter was was in there, yep. So Sam's basically gone with a Vince character. Okay. And then, and then he's got like a like a, a guy that's pumping money into the group and then and then he's got he's got about five other guys chucked in there as mm-hmm. as well. Okay. So CSF so yeah, so I think it's all like a mixture of uh the era of the corporation. Okay. But, um, so yeah. <laughs> so, right. So, uh, playing the Vince character of the group, of the group, he's gone with Paul Heyman. Ooh. Right. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so so then conveniently he led on from that, and you, you'd, you'd arguably say leading the 
or like being Vince's go-to guy. Yeah. So, the the guy directly below Paul, there's only one man to go to. Brock. It makes sense with the Heyman uh, yeah. involvement. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, you've got <laughs> Heyman playing the Vince character and then, like, Brock being his uh, go-to guy and just destroying everyone. Okay, and who backs up Brock? So, um, next one is... Uh, Sam's actually gone with the addition of a tag team for for the next one, and uh, they're they're reunited with their original manager. Uh-huh. Sam's next addition of the corporation has gone with Authors of Pain, right? With with Paul Ellering managing them. Jesus, again. okay, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um, admittedly, I liked. Uh, I'm not saying I'm against the authors of Pain, but I, I really liked them when they first came into NXT, and they had Ellering and that. But obviously, Paul wasn't going to hang around long term on the main roster with all the uh, travelling. No. And that. So, but yeah, yeah, I, I liked that pick. So, and then the next one, the. The, the guy rolling the money for the group. Mm. We're, we're going back to his NXT era character. We've got one of our old favourites from NXT. We've got the glorious Bobby Roode joining the corporation. Okay. And and there they're playing along the whole... He's going back to like the the beer money Inc era, Bobby Roode for for this corporation. Mm. So so yeah, so that was definitely an interesting one. But I liked the idea of uh, Bobby going back to that era of uh, of TNA because well, we just haven't seen Bobby in so long on TV. <laughs> okay, so we've got Brock. Uh, well, Heyman. Brock, AOP with Ellering, and Bobby Roode. Yeah, so just give you pre-warning. So we've got, we got four more. Four, uh, four more? For... Jesus. Yeah, okay. four more for the corporation. So um, some people could possibly argue some of us may be biased on this next pick, but I think he's pure gold, and, uh, and I'm, I'm sure you'll sharing uh, the feelings towards him. So the next guy for the corporation is Drew Gulak. That's out of left field. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But uh but yeah. Yeah and then and then like Sam was playing off the whole, you know, the inevitable corporation versus the union and you could uh pay off again for the hell of it, do Gulak versus Brian. That would work, Cause, yes. Yeah, because why not? I'd, oh, I'd very much enjoy seeing Gulak and Brian go at it. <laughs> so, so uh, the next pick, one of the forgotten men, I'd argue, I'd argue to a point, and uh, 
I still argue to this point he's underrated. He should he should be uh, a bit more in the picture than what he is. So the next pick is Cesaro. I like that pick. Yeah, and then obviously as well, you've got the link of him being a former Heyman guy. That's true. Yep. So yeah, yeah, I, I, I quite liked that one. So the the second to last pick, I'll pre warn you, uh, the last one is uh, a female competitor. Okay. So last male member of the corporation, Sam's gone to NXT for this one. Hmm. Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was just sort of like, oh, yo, yo, oh my God, you know, <laughs> just with like Brock and AOP alone, who's going to stop this group? And then like, you know, you chuck the likes of Cesaro and Ciampa and then you're just like, they're just going to run, <laughs> run the company for years. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. So... And then the final one, uh, Sam did admit to me, he did contemplate with the idea of uh, bringing Ronda back to join the corporation. Mm. But in the end, he he went slightly different. And the final member of the corporation, Shayna Baszler. Okay. Yeah. Definitely an interesting one, but I'd I'd imagine it'd be along the lines of, you know, she'd basically like be like the Brock of the women's division, and sort of you know they'd like arguably they would reign over everyone as a faction. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I, I I was just astounded with some of the picks. I mean, it's it's crazy enough to think you know. Brock heading a a faction, and then you chuck the likes of AOP, Cesaro, and Champa in there, and and I, I like the idea of like Bobby being the money roller for for the group. And well, yeah, because let's be honest, yeah. Heyman shouldn't be trusted with money. No, 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 not from the ECW days. So, so yeah, I, I just looked at the group and I was just like, wow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was it was just astounding when he when he announced it to me, and I was blown away. <laughs> they are um, not just the the corporation, but all of the uh, that. That's some good factions you got there from that um, that episode with Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was quite impressed, and uh, slightly even more impressive. Uh, we didn't double up on any members either. I know. I mean, a couple of times. Well, I think me and Ross only doubled up once maybe twice um, mm. so you, you think with the amount of people especially with the amount of people who's got the corporation and the different groups to to not have any duplicates is quite quite a shock yeah yeah and as I say um, we, we did the same as you and Ross we we didn't tell either person like you know who'd we who we picked or anything we just revealed it as we was recording it <laughs> No, and I say, for any of our listeners who haven't yet had a chance to go and check it out, just go over to the Intellectual Savers of Wrestling YouTube uh, channel. Uh, we'll link it in the, the description for this, this show. And check out that episode. That is ready to, to listen to whenever you want to go and listen to it. So definitely go check it out. Yeah. Right, so that's uh, 
that's the uh, Intellectual Savers of Wrestling's uh, rebuttal or spin-off crossover, as it were, with uh, with our previous episode, uh, with them recasting the Attitude Era of factions. Uh, I think we've uh, between our shows we've got some pretty strong groups there, wouldn't you say? Most definitely. Yeah. And of course, um, as we said on our previous show, myself and Ross, and the same goes now, if you have any differing opinions or any feedback to to our show before or this show or, or Martin Samshoffs, you can leave comments on their YouTube page or you can comment uh, to us on this show. Uh, you can do that uh, on social media at, f- at, ring- at facebook.com slash ringthebellshow, on Twitter and Instagram at ringthebellpod, uh, to email, which is ringthebellpod at gmail.com. You can also leave any comments as well as any reviews, uh, positive reviews, five-star ratings, if you feel we've earned it, over on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can also get us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you listen to your shows. Um, Martin, anything else as we wrap this bad boy up? No, I, th- I think we've about covered it, and just to reiterate what you've said, I've, I've been thoroughly impressed with uh, the groups that we've all formed, and, and the lack of uh, doubling up even with the factions. So there we go. Across um, four of us, we have completely recast the Attitude Era uh, for factions, uh, if there are any more that we've forgotten, or anything you think you can do better. You've just heard our our ways to contact, uh, so check those out. And any feedback we get, we will relay on future shows. But for now, uh, Martin, thank you once again for hopping over from the Saviours and coming to ring the bell. You're very welcome. We'll be back very soon. Uh, for now, thank you for listening to Ring the Bell. I've been Andrew. I've been Martin. Martin. Andrew. Ring that bell.